0: Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. I hey, forgot my podcast tonight. Can't do anything. I'm a podcast.
1: Episode fifty-six, Friends and Rivals podcast, coming at you. I am one of your hosts, Tom Harkins, with the, as always, are
2: Stephen Wojtowicz, Dale Fougere, and let's make this quick because I'm the next guy shooting in the Flyers Islanders shootout.
3: Ah, uh, ha ha ha! I didn't get it till just now. <laughs> Nick Larita. That would be a
1: perfect spot for Nick's laugh. <laughs> To, by oh. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. All right, got a lot to do tonight, so let's uh, get right to it. With the... it's going to be a
4: quick one tonight, though.
1: <laughs> oh, we're <A> quick one. <laughs> oh, god, we're to uh... midnight. <laughs> uh, let's do shitty call ode the week.
0: 21, San Jose. Both guys, five each, for fighting.
1: This one's coming to us from the Montreal chicago game uh last week i will uh, just nice and big everyone can see enjoy Save by flurry what a move by suzuki to get a shot against the
3: checking of Gustafson. and now came to the other end oh, hagel's ring wide is taken by kershaw looking to win the game take it down penalty coming
4: up hawks hoping for a penalty shot no indication
1: this was a game winning overtime goal. How in God's name is this an overtime winning goal? 100% agree with this
4: call. He clearly crosses the goal line.
2: So it's a goal.
4: But well, the, no, it's, no 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 but the, the guy, the, no. You don't the,
2: cross the goal line with the guy.
1: No, you, no, the player crosses the goal line. It's a goal. It's it's definitely not the player and this overhead is just an awful. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Where's that like right here you can see the puck is kind of under his leg so and the net is come off the morons right here. Now, first of
4: all it's not off it's 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 raised right and there is a rule that if the scoring team doesn't cause the net to go in, and the ref can determine that the puck would have gone into the goal, it counts.
1: Is that really a rule, or are you just there, like making this up? Like
4: the Mike thing. Lately? I
1: swear, there
4: is a rule that says that. Wow.
2: All
1: right.
4: If well, the listen. defensive team knocks the goal off its morons, and the puck would have gone in. It counts as a goal. And the
1: puck would have gone in.
4: Right. The puck. The puck goes in between where the posts are. So if it goes over the post, then it's not where the post was. Then it's not a goal. Yeah, I got you. But if it goes in between the two holes, it counts.
1: All right, well, yeah, so much for the shitty call of the week. This seems like it was a good call.
2: I think you really—he well, should have just picked up the puck at center ice and just and just bull rushed it into the net like in his hand. I think that should have counted too.
1: Well, like Chris you should Breider just be able to just roll over the goalie, just reach with it. With the
2: puck.
4: <laughs> if you could do that Michigan shit, you should be able to dunk it for real. As long yeah, as it. you don't ever raise it above the crossbar.
3: So they didn't rule it. That he went into the goalie or knocked uh, the Canadian player in.
4: They, they ruled that the Canadian player is the one that took the goalie out. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, look at it. I mean, that's clear as crystal right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's that, Hoffman? And see, and see, he's pushing. Now, really, he's doing it so he
4: doesn't have to, you know, yeah, he have an entirely die. new set of teeth put in his mouth, <laughs> mouth. But he's clearly pushing the net off.
3: Right. Standing his arm to make sure his face doesn't get completely yeah. crushed.
1: Ah, well, that's so much – so much for shitty Call of the Week. This actually looks like a really good call. This is a Let's shitty get shitty on to the, the
4: next segment. The segment well, we've all so been done. waiting hey, listen, for. Listen,
1: I told you this segment was going to be really quick. All right. Nobody wanted to believe me. So last week, he eats peanut butter out of the jar with his hands. Air hands.
4: Yeah. Just, just a handful of peanut butter.
1: Right, just a handful of peanut butter. Yes. Uh, that was uh, told to us by his lovely daughter. And um, we found that kind of gross. So we... Uh, we came up with a game to find out uh, foods that we ate when we were kids, but haven't eaten that since we were kids. And the first one we're gonna do is Smucker's Goober Grape. Now, if you're not familiar with Schmucker's Goober, is, is it Smucker's? It, it, I, smucker's. I mean, like, smucker's.
2: I say Smucker's. Schmuckers.
1: I always want to put a ch. In it. Well, you're dumb. You're a Schmucker. <laughs> well, that that may be. So we we got the. You're not familiar with this. This is the. Peanut butter and grape jelly jar. It does come in a strawberry version, but we're going with the OG, the original grape. So it didn't. Mine make, uh, make a noise. So Are we opening it? it? Opening? Mine didn't make the pop. No, yeah. So mine I, didn't make the pop either. I don't think it makes no, a pop. I don't. I don't. Steve, I think Steve is a little wacky. It yeah, might make he a didn't pop. Get open. Mine open. All right. So look at that. It, yeah. It, it, it's That'd got a nice aroma. Swirl inside. You can't get yours open. What's wrong? with I you? Can't get it open. Do you need? Do you need help? Get Tina. I think she can open it for you. It didn't pop. I right. Well, that's it's what we're so, saying. So did did gap. No gap. No pop.
4: No pop. It, it does smell wonderful. It. You know what it smells like? Just a little bit. Peanut, uh, butter. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I feel...
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it the old spoon shot first before I, I throw it on the old bread. Oh, the
4: bread. The the marketing department is hard at work.
1: Right, I tell you.
3: For those, for those, uh, yeah, pressure
1: jelly Now I got it. I'm not now. Now Billy, you're making all this fucking noise. What do you, What do you got there?
2: <laughs> I'm unwrapping my English muffin from the foil.
1: Wait. So wait. 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 You,
4: Billy. Billy's putting on the
1: foil. Were you? Uh, did you toast an English muffin? Yes, I did. May I say the fattest one of of the, of us all. You are the smartest and the most genius this, one of us all. This
4: wow. motherfucker knows how to eat.
1: <laughs> he
4: is not fucking around. He knows how to eat. Like, <laughs> i got to be honest with you. So, I've never had this before in my life. Insane. And for no. the life of me now,
1: I don't know why. Do I have to refrigerate this after we're done? Like if no I don't eat the yeah. whole job. But I got to tell you, I, I am in need of a glass of milk right now. hmm Milk that would be is milk would be perfection. perfection. It, it would be the only thing that would make this better is it what what do you got there, Nick? Water. Oh, I thought you were showing off with a glass I almost, of
3: milk. I almost poured chocolate milk because um, it was like but I have no, the problem is I, I have this,
4: so you know, try not to so much there. For those of you listening, <laughs> no, I can't stop watching who have never this had time. this before. I gotta say it's a great ratio. It's it's perfect, right? It's about 60-40. 70, uh-huh. 30 somewhere in there 6535 it is delicious peanut butter and jelly I think I like I like more
3: peanut butter but I all this
4: I've
1: always been a Welch's grape jelly person very yeah. similar I have been a peanut butter and strawberry preserve guy for the past decade maybe two decades but I gotta tell you I joined the grape jelly that's in here
3: it's a lot of jelly that's like it's more I like what? to having like I like having a lot more I think I like to have like 70 30. You got to go peanut butter.
4: You got it. So, um, again, again, for those of you listening at home, picture a trivial pursuit piece with the little pie pieces, right? The peanut butter is the pie piece and the jelly is the lines in between. You got to go two pieces of peanut, two peanut butter triangles and one jelly to get that mix.
1: I got to tell you. and, And I just ate. I mean, it's not even like I'm hungry thing i ate all day gone goddamn that's a good ritz this was this was great what do you what do you mean you just ate fantastic well i mean i just ate like well, i ate dinner like an hour and a half two hours ago so i'm not hungry it's not like a starving when you're starving and you're have... hungry you tend to enjoy food more i i, I think
4: I, I would why not... why don't you guys go to the early bird special down there
1: <laughs> yeah really i'm i'm just I'm sad. I had hey, one piece of bread and made half. If
4: me. you tuned in to hear about hockey, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, not gonna, you're not getting it tonight because <laughs> we're just going to be eating for the next hour. You, we're you not, not going to top this.
2: What are we huh. going to? What, what are the things we're well, going to do that are better than the Goober? Well, we have next long week.
1: Next, next, hold on. Next week we
2: have fluff.
1: I like marshmallow fluff. But fluff.
2: It ain't Goober crepe.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not, a, it's not a, Goober great. They do make a strawberry version of this. I am quite curious on how that tastes.
2: I never saw a strawberry version.
1: Yeah, it's red. would try And made of strawberries. You're welcome. Uh, it so back in the that,
2: 80s, me and my friend Brian from across the street, this was our go-to snack. Really? All the time, yeah.
1: I would always beg my mother to buy it, but she would always buy the separate ones. And On, on the rare occasion, she'd buy this because it would be on sale. I, I, I would and and what would you and Brian have
4: it on? I'm tempted to say each other's penises, but I won't
1: say that.
2: <laughs> white bread.
1: You wouldn't make English muffins for both of you.
4: No,
2: it was white bread back then.
1: Yeah, look, peanut butter and jelly sandwich on, on, on Wonder Bread was probably the best sandwich ever. It doesn't say it has to be refrigerated after opening. I'm going to put it in the fridge anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, you would think with the jelly. I wouldn't refrigerate peanut butter, but with the jelly, you would think.
1: I would never refrigerate peanut butter, ever.
2: No. Oh. Who the
1: yeah. hell refrigerates peanut butter? It's, it's all hard. Quack, quack.
4: You know who does? Flyers fans.
2: Oh, uh, Flyers. Flyers, fans. Flyers.
1: Uh, uh, shit. We have to talk about them so early. All right. So goobers down. What thumbs up? I mean, have, are we going to write this? Oh I mean, man, like here.
3: it's no brainer. It's no brainer, really... right?
2: Haven't had oh, goobers ow. in close to three decades. Fucking delicious. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this jar. It'll be gone by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> not on a, on a, a scale of,
4: of one to ten, I mean that's that's a solid
1: seven. That really, that really was quite good. The goobers rule, or goober grit? It's not goobers, right? A good, goober's a I feel
4: like candy. yeah, stop
1: I, saying goobers. You're gonna fight? I, I can't help it. That's a good
3: barometer. That's a good starting point for any of this.
1: Well, yeah. look, they're boasting right on the label, America's favorite combination peanut butter and jelly is there another <laughs> literally no <none other. laughs> the no you only need us. the one to say it there might be a store brand version but um yeah
2: and and nah. this is america's favorite penguins devils islanders and rangers podcast
1: <laughs> yes right. yes it is i gotta tell you though a glass of milk would have been perfection God. yeah we met we missed a boat on that that would, have made it from, that would have made it a 10, a 12. Oh, that was lovely. Mm. I, I love this segment so far. Yeah, why
2: haven't we been eating on the podcast like all Good oh, job.
1: Wow. <laughs> good job, Nora. Uh,
3: I, I eat on the podcast all the time. You guys give me shit for it all that the time. That is true. He does. That, that, that is true. <laughs> I mean, now you're just like, oh, this is a good idea. <laughs>
1: this is brilliant. All right, so next week we got the Goobers. Or, or Jesus Christ. No, no. Next week we got the fluff. All, fluff, and then we got the the powdered quick. Billy and I are doing strawberry. The other two friggin' oh. are doing chocolate, Ugh. the correct kind. And then Next we're week? we still got fun dip as number four. We still we still thinking mm-hmm. fun dip.
2: Yeah.
1: Talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna have some more. I, goof I, <laughs> I never wow. had the
2: fun dip, so it'd be good. It'd be good for me to try. it. Wait if a minute. So, you
1: had fun dip before? What?
2: Were you I not a kid? Did dip? you just skip? and couldn't go right to adulthood. I, I was, I was just, I, I had goober grape and, and, and marshmallow fluff shoved down my throat all the time. and I didn't have time for fun dip. I mean, not I was like going it down to, with strawberry quick.
1: Like you go to a little field and you grab some fun dip, you walk around with a piece of chalk and you. Nothing.
4: Was, was fun dip not a, uh, not a Halloween candy. So
1: definitely. No, definitely. If you yeah. got fun dip on Halloween. You you remembered that house. Yeah. That's like getting a full size Snickers or Milky Way. I got or an I apple got a
4: with arms. a razor in it.
3: Well, yeah, <clears throat> that's the opposite. That was my favorite
1: reaction. Well, y'all had that. One, start. We got any apples with razors? Yeah, you had that one witch house, right? On on Halloween that you because you were too scared of that house. You never had that one house you would never go to on Halloween because you knew nope. some creepy old fucking lady lived there? Nope.
2: Well, was she, gonna she give you candy. Oh, I mean, it was yeah, worth on, taking a chance.
1: On Tarrant Place, there was a court where Scott Carreña lived and where the tears lived, and to the right of the tears was this yellow house that was creepy. It was just creepy. We used, When we used to play um, baseball on the court, we used to hit the ball into her lawn, and we used to be scared to run onto her lawn and get the ball, let alone ring her doorbell. I think they made a movie about that.
4: Why didn't you just tell me about it? I'd have gone and got it for you.
1: My <laughs> <Aw>, squint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's go, let's move on to a segment that I like to call "Don't be so pissy." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, listen, listen to this one. This is great. A lot of critique, but I'm just telling you, I don't want you here. I have no respect for you.
2: I want you to get the out. I don't get it. Well, I can f***ing tell you to get the f*** out if, if I want to. Yeah, you do. Okay, guys. I want him out and the other f***ing clown, Brett. Oh, wait
1: a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Sorry. That was the wrong one. That was Dan. No. <laughs> yeah, that was the wrong I was like, one. What are doing I'll here? tell you I was what, i bad.
2: <laughs> I was enjoying that. I, I will like, let I you,
4: I will give you the option.
1: That's when I can, Dan Boyle. Well, that's when Dan Boyle tried to kick Larry Brooks out of the Rangers locker room. I will give you the option.
4: Ran. I can edit that out yeah,
1: if you want. No, that no, it was meant to be there. Okay. So, right. um, do you want the
2: long version or do you no. want the
4: short version? Well, has everybody heard it? The long version.
2: I don't know which version I heard. Do,
4: do, is the long version
3: all the questions from from the, the reporter?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Do the long version. Okay. To wait for an ad. Hey, play. Oh, yeah, uh, mother.
3: Of oh, love. I love it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Royal it Caribbean like baby. Mm-hmm. Park. Mm-hmm. Poor, Please. poor production. Go. Enterprise.
3: You guys haven't had a lot of choice, I guess, except to, to practice a lot with the the delay in the schedule. How, no, I mean, no, 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 no.
1: Not isn't the right
2: words no, that's three, yeah, it's, that's it's, three, that's three minutes long well, no, no 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 a lot. do the one Just, below well, he asked if he if he if we yeah, went to the, the one really
3: one of why the I mean, owners are playing the way they are in terms of winning and losing what do you think's the number one reason for the losses now is there is there one thing that you're in your own mind you're saying we got to get better at that yeah we have we have to get better at everything would you like to expand on that nope
1: you can do that. You know everything. Why are you so pissy, Leon? Hmm? Why are you so pissy? I'm not. I'm just I, answering your yeah, question. Yeah, you are.
3: Whenever I ask you a question. I gave you an answer. Not very good one.
4: Okay.
1: But I have one more for you. Leon, you show your frustration on the ice last game against Ottawa. Is that a good thing when you show it so the other
0: team knows you're frustrated? Yeah, it's a great thing, for sure.
1: Good. Yeah. All right, I think we're done here.
2: All right, it's time to move on. <laughs> what a look, stupid fucking question.
1: Look, the Edmonton Oilers are obviously frustrated. Their schedule is all screwed up. Um, they they had a, a awesome start to the season. They they tailed off. I mean, that's a nice way of saying it. Oh, over fell the past, off a cliff. Over the past two months. Um Leon Drysidle is one of the best players in the world. Of course he's fucking frustrated. Of course he is. And, and I got to think, this is just me, that there's something more to this whole Jim Mathes- Matheson thing and Leon Drysidle. They have to have some history together. He wrote a fucking article about him that really shit on him or something like that. I got to think there's more to it than just this minute-long interview or question and answer.
3: Sure. Probably it's more to it. We don't see it because they're not in the you know they're not in the locker room right now. They're doing just the the video calls Aaron's like Skype, this, Skype, yeah, yeah. So it kind of sucks for them all too because he can't be like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? They can't hash it out. They can't be like, you know, if if he was asked that question or in like you know, in person, like me and you, and, and you know, they'd be like, maybe give him shit, you know, Leon would give him shit for it, and then he'd be like, hey, what's wrong? Why why are you being like that? And he'd be more oh, forthcoming, but he's not gonna. That kind of question does not go over well, you know, in a room like that, on Skype or whatever they're, or even if they're physically there, just in a room full of like you know, cameras. It's just it sounds dumb. Uh, obviously, shit's not going well. What do you expect him to say? Like it's kind of not only tone deaf, but like being like all bitchy about it afterwards. I don't really feel like that's. Warranted from a reporter. It's more like, hey, ma'am.
4: And, and isn't it, isn't everything the correct answer? Don't they need to do everything better? They need to do everything. Everything. So, everything. So, so he, so he answered stuff. it honestly. They do need to do everything better. It's yeah. the, okay. So when I really wanted to piss my parents off growing up, that was my go-to line. It was, I forgot you know everything. Yeah. And that would piss them off so much. Don't no wonder why shit. you never got a
1: Voltron. Holy shit.
4: <laughs> so when he said that, it just oh, made me laugh so much.
1: Why, listen, I. And McDavid had an interview, either it was yesterday or the day prior to this or something. And he was giving a lot of one word answers too. Like, what do you got to fix? Everything needs to be fixed right now. We're in fucking turmoil. We need to just turn everything around.
4: More than one word.
1: Right. But you, you know what I'm saying. You know? Yes. Saying. So I, I I, have to think that there's more to it.
4: Oh, there's got to be a
1: history between the two. No doubt. There has to be. Just, and, and look, it's the reporter's job. To report the truth and report what he feels and, and what's going on with the team,
4: but then he, but then you make the story all about you. The second you go, why do you have to be so pissy? This is a hockey Hall of Famer reporter.
3: Hockey Hall of Fame. Does that mean he was? Um, he's from the Hockey Hall of
4: Fame. Those Stan <laughs> Fischler, <laughs> who Uh-oh. thought the Devils <laughs> were going to draft Capo <laughs> Caco huh, instead huh. of Jack Hughes.
2: Do you know how many people in the NHL you got to piss off to become a Hall of Fame reporter? I mean, this can't be the first guy that's wanted to kill him.
3: I mean, is he is he there because he's been in in Edmonton since the '80s? Is that the only reason he's there? And it's just like, oh yeah, I was a Hall of Famer, you know, reporter because I've been here for because I talked about Gretzky. Because Gretzky and I are best friends, so with uh, so I'm a Hall of Famer.
1: Is every
2: reporter from Boston now? Yeah, he's got a very... Yeah. Like when awesome did
4: Impressions episode. jump this high in the
1: shop <laughs> <laughs> Did we start Impressions with Nick already?
0: It's fucking Wait. great, boys. Wait till you get there, boys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. It's fucking great. I got a great segment tonight, boys. Jolly
3: good. All right, let's go. chill time. Fuck you guys.
0: know the podcast.
3: <laughs> Dip him in the goober. <laughs> Ooh. Ugh. Ooh,
1: that would be delicious.
3: Don't turn on Tom. Not a good time.
1: Mm. This jar. It's not gonna know what hit it. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh we're we're telling you not to be so pissy.
4: Hey, don't be so pissy, right.
1: Nick. Don't be so pissy, Nick. Why
3: are you so pissy?
1: I'm sorry. Cripe's all Friday. But you know, and look, it's it's not about, it's about when you're playing this team. And when the Rangers played the the Oilers in Edmonton, Edmonton was, they were a team to be reckoned with. Right. They were fast. They had good goaltending. They were really good defensively, and then they fall. The, the
2: Penguins too.
1: Then right, and then the next time they play the Rangers at the Garden, the Rangers smoked them. It wasn't even a contest. So I mean, what what happens to a team? It it can't be just you know the COVID bug, and you know irregular game schedules and and practicing. Can it be all that, or does something else have to happen? Or is it internal leadership on that team that's non-existent? It's
4: probably all of it. Again, it's everything. It's coaching, it's system, it's players. It's not having the right players. I think it's a little bit of everything.
2: It's honestly, as an organization, you know, that their their time with their dynasty in the 80s was because of remnants of the way that WHA and the NHL merged and, and and Edmonton took advantage of, of stockpiling talent when they when they made that merger, and that kind of led to their dynasty. If you take that away, a, a very great dynasty. But you you take that away, that organization's never really been able to get out of the way of itself, and so it, it's it's just a bad organization year in and year out. They got incredible talent by by you know drafting high, and and they did a great job with with Drysaddle, you know McDavid. Was gonna go first to whoever got him in the lottery, and and so they got those guys, but what what can they do around them? they're just not getting the right personnel around them on the ice, the coaching's not great, the general manager's not great. It's just a bad, a bad organization. It they've played one, shitty forever.
1: How many number one picks over in the past 15 yeah. years have they had? Wasn't it you isn't mean, it five?
2: It's, is it is
1: five? That that nick you you said it's absurd. One hundred percent absurd. But right now, they should be the Messier Gretzky coffee Oilers with the amount of talent that they could have drafted.
4: But they didn't draft like they don't have a complete team. It's all superstar forwards. They didn't draft an outstanding defenseman. They didn't draft an outstanding goalie.
1: They thought Darnell Nurse was going to be that that defenseman yeah. for sure. No, I, I look. They they thought that. I I, I never thought he was
3: okay. Let's go back. 2010, number one overall, Taylor Pork Roll Ham. (laughs) Uh, Taylor Ham. 2011, number one overall, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. 2012, number one overall, three three years in a row, Nail Yukopov. 13, 2013, number seven overall, Darnell Nurse. 2014, Leon Drysaddle in the, the first round, Number three, okay, they are just terrible. Yeah. Then they get abs- – I mean, that was a pretty lucky pick. The next pick is obviously gener- – like, everybody knew Dave was going to be outstanding. Right. Number one overall in 2015. Number four overall in Jesse Pool Party in 2016. And then from there, they finally got out of top, top hey, Jesse,
1: ten. Jesse Pool Party? <laughs> that was great. That's a Tom nickname. I love it. Got
3: Yamamoto, uh, Kallio Yamamoto in in the twenty second pick in the first round, in 2017. 2018, back in the top ten. Evan Bouchard, defenseman.
4: Yeah, I mean who, right? Yeah, um,
3: twenty nineteen Philip Broberg, Mm -hmm. eight overall. Okay, so now that's just bad picks.
4: So so ever since McDavid.
3: So uh, let's so McDavid first year, his second year in the league, they're the fourth. Uh, they have the fourth pick, third year in the league, 22nd, fourth year in the league, 10th, back Fifth up. year in the league, eighth, sixth year in the league, 14th overall, and then uh, Dylan Holloway, and then last year, 22nd overall. So, in their defense, though, they
1: did trade for Adam Larson in there, okay, one for one, baby.
3: <laughs> a couple of very bad uh moves. I mean, like, I i think the Eberle for Strom trade was a really bad trade for them. Um, obviously, um, the, they uh, tried uh the trade for trade. friggin' Spooner.
1: Are you kidding me? Right. It's beautiful. They,
3: they, they just lost pieces, but, it, but the whole, their whole thing has been terrible. They just, they haven't been able to get anything to surround these guys. And I mean, they still have, um, you know, uh, Hopkins, they still have obviously dry and McDavid. I mean, these guys are like legit players. And two of them are the top, two of the best play. You know, you could make an argument two of the top, you know, forwards in what top no, they five in,
1: in NHL. Yeah, they they could be one two in the league, right?
3: And I mean, that's that's crazy. How do you not? How is that like? That's the 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 dream, right? That's like the Pittsburgh with um with with Malkin and and Crosby. That's uh, Chicago with Kaner and and Taves. This is that. them but they have not been able to surround them with
4: guys that have all like with a Brent Seabrook or a uh, Duncan Keith or a Corey Crawford in net
3: no and their drafting is terrible in the last few years so if you go back to 2018 right Evan Bouchard he's played 56 games all right 34 games for the guy in the second round nothing else the two guys in that draft have played any NHL games 56 and 34 games all right Neither guy is like, you know, Evan Bouchard is 25 points in 56 games, which is not bad um, by any means. But nevertheless, after that, eight games from Philip Broberg in. Yeah, you can't
4: whiff. You can't whiff that hard.
3: 2018, 2019, have three guys that have played in the NHL. None of them have played a full season. Going back even further, it's it's like, you know, it's not much better. I mean, they're just, they, they got. Their top picks are getting play they're playing, but they just haven't hit on many of those like really important spots, those draft picks to like build your team. You can't like it's easy to, you know, get those guys. All right. Obviously, a dry saddle, McDavid, you know, no brainer picks. But you're fucking up the rest of the draft. That's it's just they're not hitting it and no one's going there. Who the hell is gonna to go to NFL? No, yeah,
4: that's NBA. the problem.
3: That was the Islanders for years. But the then what we turned we turned it around was when they finally blew it up, and they said, "We're gonna build from the draft." There's only no or
4: or you got to overpay one or two players, and they did, and that yeah. convinces other players that it's Correct. a destination. Yeah,
1: but Connor McDavid's exactly. making twelve and a half million dollars a year. That's wow. not overpaying, right? He's he's the best player in the league. He should be making the most money. No, Drysaddle... I'm saying free agent. No, no, no. I'm saying you got to overpay free agents. No, okay, I can see that. But what I'm saying is that Drysides making eight point five. That's not overpaying for him. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, five million dollar player. I mean, you can make you can argue the case that he, he t- there, so it's not like they're they're just, just throwing away money and, and making these big contracts. No, you got to trade in the appropriate way.
4: You got to trade Nugent Hopkins and get a goalie.
1: Um, I think you got to. I think you got to. I think you got you got to trade either Dryside or McDavid. You got to make the choice in your in your org- organization. No, nah. really, they are from Canada. You got to say organization.
3: That's a big move to move a guy like one of those guys. I mean, they could break it up and try and get a ton of pieces, but you have to
4: get the right. Yeah. You got it. You got to get a amount. goalie and a defenseman. Okay.
1: Well, that's fine. They they continue to go downhill and finish toward the bottom of the league again this year. You don't think that oh, yeah. dry or McDavid is going to request a trade at the end mm-hmm. of the year. I mean, look, you you can't trade them in season. Those are two guys. It's very difficult to move those guys in season. You, you gotta wait for the off season to do something like this. But is it out of the realm of possibilities that I mean, and who are you looking to deal? Who would you rather build your team around? Dry or McDavid? McDavid.
2: McDavid's the name. I mean,
1: yeah. or, no question as great he's dry is. He is season tickets. That's what McDavid is. McDavid is your season ticket. He's yeah. your goose with the golden egg.
2: They call him McJesus.
1: Right, and and look, trading Dry and and getting some younger talent, to place him with good younger talent, a, a deep and and a solid number one goaltender. You're right in the, you're right in the thick of it.
2: I'd send Erod. Number, I mean, number. I'd throw okay. Erod in a trade for. What's that, Bill? I'd, I'd send Erod in a trade for Drysidle. <laughs> that's how that's how much I would spend. Who's Erod? Evan the Jet. Benny no, the Jet,
1: Benny the Jet, Rodriguez. God damn it! And why you got to be so pissy?
2: <laughs> All right, <Petros. laughs> that's a new catchphrase.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, look, the Islanders have fucking resurfaced. It's unbelievable. We're back, baby. And, and boy, and they, they, they got to play the, the
3: Flyers a bunch of times.
5: Whatever.
3: So, we are actually uh, at five hundred hockey. For the first time this year actually second time this year but nevertheless at 500 um pretty much at this point if you look at the standings from percentage wise we're ahead of three of the teams in the metro in jersey philly columbus all below 500 just to have more games
4: wow um, good played. job you're ahead of the devils <laughs> wow, crazy. Um, yeah, looking at the hey. other side you
3: Buffalo, Ottawa, Montreal ahead of all those teams And those teams suck so those teams are really they're all below 400 I mean those guys are all you know washed up shit bombs um, Detroit's at playing at uh, just above 500 hockey right now so I mean if we continue this this direction we'll be right outside of the playoffs because <laughs> right in the we'll be right in the middle of the pack outside, right in the middle of the pack because Everybody in the playoffs right now is uh, way out of reach. <laughs> there, uh, the Metro has a real big problem there, big a big uh, uh, gap in terms of like the top eight teams. There's nobody below 6.39 percentage. And that's the closest is Boston with 46 yeah. points in 36 games. Isles are four games only back, so not that far back yet. They're down. Um, 14 points so we're right. well but the
1: Island, if the islanders make up those games right and they're gonna let's say they have to make up six six games let's put there yeah. to get to the 38 games played they have to win all six of those games just to be four points yeah so hope that boston was, loses two two in a row
3: yeah i think that i think the teams in the east are a little inflated right now i mean you got tampa florida and toronto all above 700 hockey in the atlantic um I get a feeling like you know, Boston may start to slow down. They're eight and two in the last ten, but you know, they they kind of petered off a little bit last year. who did they just uh, get beat?
1: By the Carolina. Carolina, they got crushed. Yeah, Carolina yeah. Got yeah. Whooped
3: them. Crushed them.
1: Yeah.
3: Carolina's uh fucking ridiculous though. I mean, I don't know about that. Anyway, um, so they look great. Uh we we had a pretty good week this week. Three wins and a loss, not too bad. Uh three of the wins were against the Devils and twice against uh, the Flyers, so I mean, fuck the
1: Flyers. On
2: the, Flyers. the
3: whole, fuck the, on the Flyers. <laughs> on the whole, it not exactly good. the strongest teams. Uh, agree, Washington, the whole, does feel good. We, we lost to Washington two nothing, but that was really a one nothing game with an empty netter in the last ten seconds. So, um, even though that game was probably the only game that wasn't really good, they didn't really play well this week in that game. But everything else, they looked fine. They looked, they've been looking much better. Team's coming back. Everybody's back except Pulak, who should be back hopefully uh, in the next week or two. I'm hoping, um, you know, he's. I think he's out of COVID. I don't know if he's out of COVID. Actually, I didn't see if that was uh, is, is the case. But Trotz is back. Everyone else is healthy. You know, the whole team except for like four people have had you know COVID. So there's a good chance they can probably start, start stringing together some healthy weeks. We can probably make up some more ground. Um, just some notes from. Last night's game was a really good game, really back and forth between Philly and, and the Isles. And um, after Isles kind of dominated the other game the on um, the night before, uh, this game was a little closer. And Isles were able to finally just you know just keep the game within one the whole whole game, and then finally tied up in the in the third period before they went to OT. And OT was wild. Just goalies, the goalies were fucking outstanding. Both goalies. Um, just Varlamov and and, uh, uh, Kerry Hart were just outstanding. They just were staying on their heads in overtime and into the shootout where nobody could score. Uh, I think we were talking about over text, like 16 guys before the first goal. And I mean, not to to be honest, it wasn't so much the goalies making outstanding saves, just playing so positionally well. There was no angles. Like everyone was shooting, um, but nobody could get a good enough of an angle. There's no like posts. It was all like, you know just missing or like you know having cuz i have nowhere to go getting stuffed and coming close nothing was like super dangerous and then um, after
4: about five people when you're on the bench i would bet you think i really got to be perfect on this shootout in order to score yeah so it yeah. starts to, it's got to get in their heads
3: yeah it's got it and it was interesting was, you know um i was surprised that Walshrum who ended up being the, the game winner didn't shoot earlier mm. um now he was over three in the season on the on his own, his first three uh, shootout attempts to his, his career so not a big you know um sample size but trots in the after in the, in the game or i guess you know afterwards were saying they asked him like hey how come you, you didn't shoot, choose him earlier because they chose some other guys like um uh who was it uh Josh Bailey went earlier than him and then um one of our defensemen I think it was
5: uh Chara
3: that <laughs> would have been fucking great um, I forget which defenseman but we had a defenseman go first before mm-hmm. and um, it was kind of a surprise you're like why um, why would you have him go before oh Noah Dobson um, why would you have him go before like one of your really young really gifted you know players and he's got probably the best shot on the team like I don't mm-hmm. think it's a question at this point I think Walsham's release is ridiculous it's, it's just super fast and he, he, and he just fucking ripped the shot glove side. Hart couldn't stop it, and that was it.
4: But anyway, it was interesting. So what, was was, what was Trotz's reason for?
3: Yeah, he just was like, he hasn't shown it.
4: And, okay. he, we, and he was like,
3: I, I would have gone to him earlier had he scored earlier in the season. But this was the the one, um, he was like, all right. there was like a bunch of guys that went. All the vets went. And then um, they were like, all right. I'll Rangers, pro- Rangers pro- scored. Rangers pro- scored. Us out.
4: Rangers goal, oh, coming up. Is that Rangers goals coming up? Why are you Rangers going to score. It? Rangers are gonna score.
3: Gonna an own goal. An own it. goal. Was it an own goal? They score themselves.
4: <laughs>
3: that's Tom getting real excited. I figured.
4: I figured we fuck with Billy enough that it's time to <laughs> turn the tide on Tom. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Sorry. So, Sorry, I didn't mean. That's
3: that. it. So Isles had a, a good week. Um The only major thing this week is they announced all the fucking makeup games that we're going to have in February. Um, so, so much for that break. Uh, and it's going to be a fucking doozy. They got Vancouver on the, the 9th of February. And then it's uh, two days later in Edmonton next day in Calgary, two day, three days later in Buffalo, and then uh, two days later home Boston, then back to uh, Montreal on the 20th. And then you got a few games, another road trip of uh, Seattle, uh, San Jose. Kings. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm it's going to be a lot of all, back
4: and forth all across yeah. the country.
3: And those are like those games that are like every other night's an away game for like yeah. four nights straight. I didn't even go into to March, but then March is a big home week, home and home. I gotta, they got to make up for the, the beginning up. of the season, too.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah, That's all the, the big makeup games. And then back to April, it's going to be a whole fucking mess of away games again. It's like, it's going to be a wacky schedule, man.
1: March Look, February is no picnic, but you're March and April. That's a lot of yeah. games,
3: dude. That is a lot and of games. So the crazy thing to me, if I look at this April, holy shit, the last two weeks, you got eight games in 14 days in the last two wow. weeks. Wow. And of those games, you got Toronto, Florida, Rangers, Carolina, Capitals, Capitals, Tampa. Seven of the
0: eight yeah. games.
4: So they, they only once whoever set up the schedule the is like these are the teams that are gonna be fighting for yeah. the playoffs. And we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna see if we can get some some juice yeah, going. But, but seriously yeah.
1: though, right now though, for the next eight, the next eight days, maybe you can even go 10. The Penguins got what? Nine games in 11 days or something like that. It, it's something ridiculous. No, they have what? Six. What? what They're two, just numbers, two, buddy. It's four, just numbers. Five, six. They have six games in the next eight, nine nights, nine nights, six and nine.
2: Good. Nice job. Yep. You got it.
1: That's you want to go seven, seven and eleven? Let's go seven and eleven if you want to go and count that game. Fucking starving. Anybody got a Coca-Cola Sleepy around here? But I mean, this is my Coke. I mean, the Penguins are lucky because a lot of those games are at home.
2: It is uh yeah, they're they've got uh only one road game in, in the next uh what is that that's seven? Only one road game in that seven game stretch. Uh so yeah, they uh well when we were here a week ago. They were they had um they were halfway through a six game road trip. Uh, they had a uh, uh they were trading off wins and losses. They had beaten Philly, which was the tenth win in their ten game winning streak, and then they lost in Dallas and, and won in Anaheim. Then they had to go off to uh, play the LA Kings, uh, who were just kicking the shit out of everybody at, at that point. Um, they they just they just disposed of the previously red hot penguins, uh, winners of 11 of the prior 12, or whatever. Um, yeah, they just, they just made them look like a, like a, like a peewee team. Um, the penguins actually scored first in that game, a lucky bounce goal by LeTang. And then, and then, I mean, the Kings were just had them chasing their own tail the entire rest of the game. And they won that one six, two, that was the first game after, uh, Jari was named an all-star, I think. So he commemorated that by giving up a a half a dozen. (laughs) Um, and and it was you know wasn't on Jari it it, it was a it was a total team shit effort um, and and a, and just a Kings team that just seemed to be playing really well uh, so Jari had uh, 39 saves in the game and then gave up six goals on top of that he was a he was a busy guy um, they put that one behind him and they went to San Jose where they played a they weren't playing they still weren't playing well they they played a low scoring game in San Jose managed to uh, tie it and, and keep it one-to-one and, and push it to uh, overtime. And uh, and they did, in fact, win that one. Uh, I forget if it was overtime or a shootout. That was overtime, yeah. Uh, overtime, go by, by Gensel in that one. Um, Gensel? 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 Um, the, the interesting part about that game was uh, the Penguins were introduced to uh, Louis Deming, who uh, came in uh, to... to compete for the backup spot with the Smith who's who we've talked about here Who's just been awful this season. So Domingue stepped in. Um, I'm telling you the, the Penguins were not on their game that night in San Jose. Uh, Domingue faced, uh, I think about 40, 41 shots. Uh, only gave up the one goal. He was really outstanding. Uh, really challenged in that game. They were not like outside shots. They were not easy chances that he, he was, he was fighting uh, some real good chances. So, Domingue stepped up and played a real big game, was an integral part of that two-to-one win uh, in San Jose. And uh, so we'll have to see, you know, uh, who gets the call the next time. Um, probably in the, in the next couple of nights, the, the Penguins are playing Ottawa and Columbus on back-to-back nights. I'm going to assume that that they're going to have Jari go one and, and one of their backups go another.
1: Have COVID? Is that why Domingue, Domingue, Dominguez? But yeah. the, is that why Dominguez started? Was because the Smith was under COVID.
2: I don't think the Smith was on the COVID protocol. No, uh, okay. I, I think it was a straight up. We we've got to we got to look at somebody else for uh, to see uh, if somebody else could do this backup job. I hadn't heard that the Smith was was out. For well,
1: I, like I didn't know. I, I was just curious as to why he wasn't backup boy anymore.
2: Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, uh, with with that, you know the the Penguins were uh, at that point three and two on the six game road trip. So they went to Vegas. They had a that was a big swing game um, to gonna you know, determine you know if it was a good road trip or or just a eh, road trip. So they they went into Vegas. Um, they got it thoroughly outplayed in the first period. They were down uh, three nothing. Um, and but then they they had a nice little uh, rip roaring comeback in that one, and they uh, ended up. Taking out Vegas uh, five three, Gensel with another game one Gensel? goal. Gensel, um,
1: we'll report and, uh, and scored five straight goals. I would say so. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and Gensel, well, that was his twentieth uh, goal of the season. The uh, the goal that put him up four three, and then uh, he ends up getting uh, named to the All Star team shortly after that. Um, when uh, I guess for Mika Zibanejad, who for personal nice. reasons could not attend
1: got better things to
2: do so, yeah well but they're personal so
1: <laughs> they're personal in sweden god damn it
2: <laughs> so uh overall a, a a positive positive road trip for the penguins um they lost their their big winning streak but you know anytime you can go out uh, on a six game road trip go out to the west coast and, and win four of those even if you got your ass kicked once or twice you know uh that, that's not that's not too bad i'll, I'll take that now back home for Ottawa tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, listen, I, I can't disagree with you. Um, you know, finishing a road trip above five hundred is a
4: huge
1: success, and that's you know what the Rangers did. The last two games of that road trip um, in San Jose and in Philadelphia. Fuck the Flyers. Uh, okay. First, we'll go to San fuck Jose. Rangers two and zero against San Jose this year. Combined score. Four-nothing, two shutouts um, against the Sharks this year. They did not score a goal on us all year. Pretty good to hear that. Rangers win three-nothing. Rangers 49% on face-offs, Bill. Uh, Shesterkin was, you know, the story. Coming back from COVID and uh, his first game back, pitching a, a shutout. Um, won his 17th game of the year, which is tied for 7th in nine in save percentage, which is first in the league. A 1.99 goals against, which is tied for first in the league. That's which is tied for third. Um, he's your Vesna guy right now in the clubhouse. I know they got to play another half of the season. Um, but if the season ended now,
5: mm-hmm.
1: he
2: would be I your have, Vesna guy. This season? <laughs> <laughs> but the Islanders have only played 32 games. It's not right. can't end the season now.
1: Uh, like Chris Crowder had two more goals in this game. He is just on a Could he have, could he have 30 by the all-star, by the all-star break? You got two more weeks, three weeks, right? Three weeks.
4: Uh, Two weeks. uh, weeks.
1: Games. Um, Could he get 30? I don't know. He doesn't have one tonight. Brayden Schneider is first NHL game. First NHL goal. Did not look out of place at all in that game. Uh, might have looked a little bit out of place in Philly, and and but he's he certainly rebounded tonight against Toronto for sure. Uh, the Philly game, uh, Rangers now two and zero this year. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck. Um, look, you could have won money to to bet on on Zibanejad's corner scoring goal. Uh, and I'm surprised you didn't. You know? Well,
4: you got to tell me these things before the game. You can't I, tell me after he scores that you should have bet on
1: him. You got to. He had. I'm, he has 27 goals in the last four games against the Flyers. I'm not
4: paying attention to your
1: fucking team. I don't give a shit. Like he, he wins the uh, the fan vote as the last man in for the Metro. Uh, and he's we'll got too go. much more important stuff to do. We've he's, already covered. He does. He does uh, personal things in Sweden. So congratulations to Jake Gensel. 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 Very, very deserving over the other candidates for sure. Like Zidane Chara. You. <laughs> uh, in that game for the for the Flyers, Cam York scored his first uh, his first goal of his career. Good for him. And 30 seconds later, young Filipino scored to tie of the game. Um, you know he's got four points in his last four games. At that point, uh, Kreider with his 24th a tipping in front. Rangers win. Three and two. Fuck the Flyers. Uh, Fuck the Flyers. Pretty pretty solid pass goal. Started this game tonight against Toronto, and they they were a dumpster fire out of the gates. The first you know, seven minutes of the game before the first commercial break, they were I think they were down seven nothing in shots on goal, and they were down two-nothing on the scoreboard. Right now, you're up four three in the game. I'm like, thank God it's still 4-3. Jesus Christ. Um, and in a game and in a stretch right now where the Rangers are going to have to prove themselves against some really tough competition. They got Toronto, Carolina on Friday, their first meeting of the season with the Hurricanes. Uh, and you got Arizona and the Kings. And then we'll pick it up next week. But there was an interesting stat I did see on the Twitter while I was on the shitter. The Rangers are nineteen zero and three against teams currently in the bottom half of the league. That's Arizona, Buffalo, Columbus, Chicago, Dallas, Detroit, Edmonton, Montreal, New Jersey Islanders, Ottawa, Philly, Seattle, San Jose, and Vancouver. That is winning games you should that's, be winning, and that's the bottom one of half of the league. The biggest reasons why they are in the position they're in right now. Got it. Got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. Absolutely. Gotta beat the teams you got to beat. And, and you know, they have. And with the Yankees, it, you always hear the win the series, win the series. Um, and they're certainly beating the teams that they that they're playing against. Um you could be pointing out the fact that the Rangers are six, 10-1 against the top half of the league. Um, but here's a very interesting stat on that. They are oh, six and one when Shosturkin is not in net, and they are six and four when Shosturkin is in net. So they got a fighting chance against those top teams. That's a, a top one tonight in Toronto. If the score holds up with a little under five minutes to go, four, three would be a, uh, a big win for this Ranger team against a, uh, a pretty good Maple Leafs team. Can I skip this week? No, no, you absolutely. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ, did, did you have a game? You hadn't you had. Hey, guess on? what? You said it.
4: Now it happened. Chris Kreider goal. Why you going? What you're, you're oh no, you're behind. Right, you're just oh. rooting on perfect. I'm oh,
3: sorry. Oh, oh, I guess you had too much goober. Oh, sorry, now now your brain's all jelly.
1: That's seven. He's got seven games now to get five goals. Oh, baby. Oh, oh, typical, baby.
4: typical Chris Kreider goal, right?
1: Look, I, I 20, 24 of the 25 goals have been within five feet of right the, in front of the, the net. net.
4: Deflection, didn't go in, rebound, garbage goal, clean it up, it
1: Goddamn. It is El Fuego. And how is he that open? Well, <laughs> it was just off the draw. The guy fell. There's got to be another guy. Yeah, there wasn't. Nah, fuck it. Well, Mitch Marner went oh. to take the point. And he – look, the guy fell, the 37. Oh, I can't get up. Where – oh, there he is. Like he never Sorry. fell before. Jesus. All right, so... Ovechkin
2: uh, gets wide open, though, too. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ovechkin's been insane. in
1: the same spot for the last 20 years.
4: Sorry. Fine. Great. You, you guys did a great job of, of proving me wrong. Wow. Fantastic. Yes! You, you used night. Alex Ovechkin as your proof. Wow. <laughs> and guess what? Austin Matthews came to play tonight, too, just so you know. Did he did he get the, did he get the number 11? Just so you know Austin Matthews came to played
1: tonight too. It did take a nice hit though. Yeah.
4: So the Devils played the Islanders and sucked. They just were outmanned. That was a distinct simple.
1: kicking motion by the way. Distinct.
2: I saw I saw a kick.
1: I saw a distinct kicking motion. Sorry. You could talk. About- Ooh.
4: Yeah. I did not see that the first time. I hundred percent think you've got a chance there. They're going yeah, to Don no. Koharski on they the never.
2: broadcast. Oh, are they really? Never call him back anymore. I've not seen a call. Brought, I haven't seen a goal brought back for a kick in. in years. Ah, dude, come on. Oh, that's
1: pretty,
4: that's bad. pretty much Pele is, in his like, prime it's, right there. It's,
1: it's his toe. His toe was the kick. Get the fuck out of here, Matthews. You're not tying the record. Too fucking no. bad. Yeah. All right, so
4: that's your Devils report uh, for this no,
1: week. We can move on did. now to the next segment. No, talked about the Matthews goal. That was it.
2: Just they were outwitted by the Islanders. That's all. Hey, it's it's, it's not, hard.
1: When did Don Kharzki get this fat? Holy shit! <laughs> they couldn't find a better picture of Don Kharzki. Here we go. Here's that. the here's hey, the review. No
2: you Stop skating. It's hard to keep the pounds off. Yeah. <laughs> That
4: you keep uh, going well, with that one. I know. I know that. That's,
2: <laughs> my goodness. So <laughs> I've been saying that each of the last nine years that I've been gaining weight.
4: <laughs> it's hard to win a game against a good team with your six-string goalie. And I think that's what happened. They they just they didn't have they don't have the players to keep up with the islanders and the, and the goalie shouldn't be on the roster. And that's that. They lost again tonight against the coyotes. Just a a great first period where they only allowed one shot on net, and they followed it up with a terrible twenty minutes where they allowed three goals.
1: One shot on goal in the first period. One
4: shot on goal in the first period, and it came with a minute and eight seconds left in the period.
1: That's a clinic. Yeah, that is a clinic. And then just utterly, you know, the Rangers did that to the Ducks a couple oh, weeks God. ago. Oh God, yeah. Let's talk
4: about the Rangers
2: tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. I think they're in first place now.
4: I don't. I guess it's just overconfidence after that first period, where you come out for the second, you're like, "Oh, we're just going to dominate again," and then you shit the bed, you give up three goals, you lose the game, and uh, let's move on to trivia with Bill. We can't. We
2: can't. Uh, that's not. That's not the proper. It really? No. It's time,
1: time, time. Game's coming up. For trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this
2: is the among Bell. I mean, that can't, It's a combination trivia with Bill and impressions too? with Nick. I can't believe it! Shit. This is the best day ever. All right. Trivia question number fifty-six for episode fifty-six.
4: If I get this right, I'm going to finish this jar. Oh my
2: god!
1: How much, how, this... how much have you eaten already? Oh my! Oh my god! Seriously, I had like, I had like that much.
2: Why? I'm starving. I, I want to
1: have more now. I do. Too. I just want to... Never mind.
2: Can we... Can we um, Hands
1: are going in, boys, girls from at home. Hands Andrew's are going in. in. There we go. <laughs> Let's do a little peanut butter fingers.
2: <laughs> I want to put trivia on hold and go get another uh, English reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> who was the first emergency goalie in NHL history to win a game? Oh, I got that's it. Awful. Lester Patrick.
4: Jacques Plant.
2: I, 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 okay. Uh, that's not the answer that they're giving, but I, I actually like Tom's answer. I think that should be the answer. did, did he legend. come down He's from the, fucking,
1: the GM box and, and play goal for the Rangers back in like 1928 yeah. or 1929?
2: Yeah, that's a pretty famous story.
1: And you know what? Yeah. Bill was at that game.
2: <laughs> i was
1: he was eating the the uh, the smucker's goober grape in the stands
2: i was i was dressed in uh, oh, in my Brian's suit Jesus. with my he had hat. His suit like, is like, his I top a hat world on world
4: and he was eating peanuts and throwing the shells everywhere <laughs> yeah,
3: all the worst people so we did in the world everywhere trance. just
1: just shells everywhere it. so I, i'm actually everybody. i'm actually boycotting this question
2: because it's wrong uh, I think uh, yeah, Lester Patrick might have been the guy. I mean, I don't know if he's an, an emergency goalie. I can't. I don't know if you can call yourself emergency goalie if you are the general manager. That that might be. In the I mean, there's there. no
1: bigger definition of emergency goalie than getting your fucking general manager down from the stands and suiting up to play goal.
2: Yeah, it would,
3: it they must have considered an emergency goalie then at that point, right? right? Because it's not like a an official term. Yeah, right? they're just like, hey, we somebody.
0: Hey,
1: Chief,
4: we need a guy to play goal tonight. Are you available?
1: I'm going to act. My my actual answer is going to be Jay Hutchinson. Uh ah, fucker.
4: <laughs> that was like,
3: was I was like, with all of
2: teeth.
4: I would say Justin Puri, but nobody even remembers him.
2: Oh, Stat boy. Stat boy. Stat boy. Oh. Boy. Boy.
4: oh. Um, I mean, certainly not the guy who suited up for the Devils this week.
2: <laughs> the guy from Ocean County <laughs> from
4: Ocean New Jersey Should I give David. you the
2: list of these uh, four meaningless names that you want for please Yes A Joe Schaefer B David Ayers C Scott Foster D Lefty Wilson
4: Oh Lefty Ooh. Wilson baby Got to be Lefty
2: Scott, Scott Foster B.
1: Wasn't he the guy who killed his family in like California? No, he's the lead singer of Creed. Oh,
4: what's the difference?
2: I, I think that Scott Scott Stapp is the Creed guy. Scott Scott Strapp.
4: Stapp Scott
3: Stapp Scott Stapp. Scott, stop Scott Stapp singing, on. you suck balls. That's the guy's name. <laughs> uh
2: and uh Peterson. Peterson was the murderer, wasn't he? Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, Scott, Scott Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So no, uh, but but that's not the answer anyway.
4: What about lefty? Is lefty the answer?
2: Lefty, lefty is not the answer.
1: Was was Peterson's first name Scott?
2: Yeah. All right. And and the street that I live on is Scott Uh, Avenue. Scott Avenue. Yes. Yes.
4: Adam Fox empty net goal, motherfucker.
1: A two goal two goal game for Adam Fox.
4: Uh, David Ayer Ayer. You got it.
2: That's the guy. Ayers. Got it. David Ayers. Ayers. Oh, You're happy to shit.
4: I got I to gotta finish that whole jar now. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, you <laughs> have to do it on
1: the podcast. <laughs> there you go.
4: Well, we I'll have time to box. do it. I'll have time to do it right now because right now it's in time for
0: Impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Okay. Today, we do Russian famous hockey quotes. I tell you who these are, you tell me person. Capish? I
4: don't okay. think that's that Russian. Italian? I don't think Italian? that's
1: Russian, but okay. <laughs> Adin, Capish. Number one. Number one. He did this. Number one. That's what he did. For <laughs> those at home, he held up two fingers and said number one.
0: Okay.
1: Right. It's Adin, Russian.
0: Number one. That is number one in Russian. Okay. Ready? Why skate? Where puckies? You skate to where puck going to be. That
4: was Take Wayne puck Gretzky. and score. Wayne Gretzky said that.
0: Vladimir Gretzkykov, most famous hockey player from Chekhov. <laughs> you not know this? <laughs> oh, my God. What a okay. country? <laughs> Va, number two for you Americans. Tonight, we win hockey game. No lose. Otherwise, gulag.
4: Mark Messier. Herbeto Brookso. <laughs>
0: Petka Messichuk, St. Petersburg legend. How you not get this? Do they not have hockey where you're from? <laughs> Today.
1: I really thought about Today. this one.
0: <laughs> you shoot puck, you score goal. No shoot? How you win? This no way to play.
4: Uh,
1: Paul Kuryakov.
4: Vladimir Michael Skotkov.
0: <laughs> oh. American man famous actor me Misha Skotichenko, actor the Borscht Factory comedy right? about selling borscht. Number one best show 2019. Okay? <laughs> That's
4: number one new show. Number
0: four. <laughs> My advice. <laughs> number four. People tell me, Boris. You are ugly. No one like you. You smell like American. I say, fuck you, asshole. Next time, after we win game, shake hand like man. Fat hamburger.
4: (laughs) Come on, Tom. You got to get this
1: one. This is Sean (laughs) Averykov.
0: Oh, very close. Very close. (laughs) Biggest asshole. All Russia. Agree. Sergei Averykov. I was right. Oh, you
4: just didn't have the right first name.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Penny Averickoff in all of Russia.
1: <laughs> it's like so Smith over there. S-
0: <laughs> yeah, number five.
4: Only 34 more.
0: <laughs> Front of Jersey, number one focus. Oh. Back of Jersey, number one bullshit.
4: Herbenko Bruksikoff.
0: <laughs> Famous coach, Evgeny Bruksikoff. <laughs> okay, how many you get?
4: At five. I think we got all, everybody got all, all of them, right?
0: Oh, no, 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 my friends. You no, know you Americans need to watch more Russian hockey. Canadian hockey, I think it's
4: yet I think, think, think Nietzsche nietz is
0: none.
1: <laughs> oh, the so. Wow. All right.
4: Nick oh, had yeah, a so lot cool of free that time today at work.
1: <laughs> it was a smooth day at work. Today. That
3: was actually one of the more quicker ones that came together. If I'm wow. being really honest, wow. I don't know why. Good. It just happened to work real well. My brain that was just fun. happened to snap on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Brain snap? Yeah, all of ours. Did. To wow. be honest, the ones that don't come together well take the longest. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know how to follow that. Let's go to uh, this date in Steve's
2: stomach.
5: Oh, that feels better.
2: It When we do to... this segment, when we do this segment in in five years, I want to you know we got to come back to this date because we'll we'll know we all had goober grape. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> circular. <July right> <laughs> this is going to
2: twenty twenty two.
1: Year of our Lord two.
4: Do we do we break down the fourth wall or no? No. Okay.
1: No. So two thousand seven. Two thousand and seven. Please go to May 9th. Five
4: nine oh seven. May. May the ninth was a Wednesday. I had grapes for breakfast. Fuck you and your grapes. Ten piece chicken nugget, French fries, Coca-Cola classic from Wendy's for lunch. And a cheeseburger, fries, and water for dinner. I don't, maybe I was in a jail cell. I don't know. Water, why I would have water <laughs> and uh, top that off with some ice cream. May 9th was also a, a guy's night out hosted at my house. Ah, oh. so maybe I-, I made us, maybe I made us cheeseburgers. I don't know, and water and water. I don't know, maybe, uh, yeah. Water. I wish you guys had a had a list of the food you ate in 2007, <laughs> so we'd know if you were forced to drink water that night as
2: well. Oh darn! But uh, but we're not completely out of our minds, so we don't uh, track that on a <laughs> no. daily basis. Yes,
4: yes. As as Nick's father so aptly pointed out, I am the only psychopath. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ain't that the truth?
4: Why did you pick May 9th, 2007?
1: Bleh the most important day in sports history. And I'm shocked you guys don't know this. Wow. May 9th, 2007. This was the first ever recorded publication of the Daily WTF.
5: (laughs) Oh.
2: Wow. Wow. That's kind of inside.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Even Billy was like, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I
2: think maybe <laughs> I next
4: week. I think maybe next week we need to print it up and, and read read a small excerpt from the Daily WTF.
1: It's all about the fucking Mets. Who the hell wants That's <laughs> That's, That's how it, how started, it started, man. Started. So, it, here's here's the headline. Mets have hair-raising experience in San Fran. Bonds ends May 8 drought. That was the
2: headline. Wow. Yeah, I was probably still doing the headlines at that point. Yeah, as you it can that. tell. It sucked at headlines.
1: Oh, man. But look look at this. We had Fuddy Duddy Tom Glavin. Uh, I can't say that. Aaron Seeley. <laughs> Happy Headed Ho. say Reyes. Uh, Aaron Heil Hitler was on here. I mean, there's some gems in here. And Carlos Beltran was still a Met. Holy shit. Carlos Delgado was a Met.
4: David Wright's back was still in one piece.
1: <laughs> uh. It was still right. Uh. Carlos Delgados, who also did not get a buzz cut since he is bald as Danny, Danny Woodward's pussy in fire oh. the Eruption.
2: There were a lot of references. There were, she had a lot of references early on.
1: That was a gem. Oh boy. Wow.
0: <laughs>
4: For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you fucking missed out. <laughs> you missed out.
2: Good old days. Did, did
4: anybody anybody remember when when there was that newspaper called the National?
1: Very great, Yeah, I the National
4: was like just a sports newspaper. It was just it was printed daily. Don't remember. I think one. the Daily WTF could have been bigger than the National.
2: I'm uh, sure it was, would have been what yeah. better? If the better. If the writer only had the balls to to write the way he wrote and share that with the whole <laughs> wide world. Right. Whoever, whoever, whoever that was. <laughs> he would
1: have to be anonymous. Written by anonymous.
4: Yeah. I don't know if
2: William yeah. Thomas
4: Fougere knows who wrote the Daily WTF.
2: Mm. Uh, I, I, I couldn't if, tell you. I wonder could, definitely could couldn't tell that. You.
1: I wonder who that could be. That is going to it would to have happen. to be
2: somebody with a with a job where he has like a lot of where he had a lot of time on his hands, you know. Uh, probably worked in the lighting industry or some shit like that. Yeah,
1: definitely. Artificial or natural?
2: Uh, probably uh, artificial at first and then natural later, probably. Yes. Natural yes. and spectacular.
1: And spectacular. <laughs> All right. That's gonna do it for episode 56 of Friends of Bibles Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Go on to our Twitter, uh, at friends underscore arrivals and give us the old follow. Uh, our marketing department tweets quite often. Um, don't forget to uh, go and uh, give us a rating on uh, iTunes for uh, our Friends and Rivals podcast. Turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. Billy, say something,
2: Woody. I just want to point out that Steve's parents, Joe and Annette, they, they really do know everything. I've got to break that to you. Sorry.
1: I, I agree with that and really
2: sing us out oh my friends in robes flies fuck flies fuck flies fuck off flies fuck flies fuck flies fuck off
4: fuck you for fat why are you fat shaming
5: me